Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week, uh, it's Jim Parkin and myself, Ashley Chandler, and we're here back with some encouragement again. Yeah. Because the unrecorded session that just happened. <laughs> Yeah, we're get push record when we're ready to be uh, heard by the masses. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. You got to be. There's things that are frustrating. And you got to get them off your chest. Yeah, it's a bad idea to hold on to it. No, for sure. And I think it's it's good to hash things out with yeah. your people and get your uh, perspective like straightened up, like that compass straightened back up again, you know, to, Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, we got a little bit longer to go in all of this and you know, I've been, yep. I, I mean, every episode, you know, I'm, I'm so incredibly proud and grateful for so many things during this time and so many people and groups of our community that have just, I mean, everybody's just done, been doing a phenomenal job. Um, but we're not done yet. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we're getting there, and we have to do, you know, we just, for the EMS community, kind of in the ERs and the, the hospital staff, is just kind of, we're still holding that line. You know, there's less patients coming in, you know, it's, but kind of with that, there's kind of this new dilemma, is that the census at the hospital is low, because people don't want to go to the hospital. Right, right. And so we're not taking a lot of calls, you know, it's starting to pick up like today was pretty busy, but, you know, it's been, it's been kind of hit or miss. Then the census in the hospital goes. And obviously if the census is low, they don't need as much staff. So in some cases, the reward for being a so-called frontline worker is layoff. Yeah. I mean, if you can imagine that. After all, I know it's something I would have never imagined that, but I mean, it makes sense. If I understand correctly, some of them are voluntary layoffs and okay. some aren't. Okay. That makes sense. Don't know for sure. but Well, I know every mom but, right yeah. now is like, hey, don't do that. I'm not taking you to the hospital right now during COVID. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> right. But, you know, but the reality is, is like we, it wasn't really covered. You know, we really didn't take care of our people. And the community by letting them know, but the hospitals were totally segregated, so it was still a safe place to be. But now you have people with these other disease processes and underlying health issues that need to be seen, right? And they haven't been, right? You know, but all in time, everything's kind of one one step at a time. Yeah, and like you had said, you know, you know I think about a month ago or so, is that you know, the sun's going to come out, people are going to be outside more, and just even the natural just being out in the sunlight and getting those UV rays and stuff is going to help kind of boost everybody's immune system and stuff too. So Mm -hmm. I know we've been taking our vitamins (laughs) and drinking lots of water and trying to get a lot of outside time and stuff and exercise. So we're, we're trying to stay on the up and up here. That's good. It's, I know it's just, it's like one of those things, right? Where the anticipation of things being back to so-called normal 
And I yeah. think it makes it a little bit more difficult than earlier in, in the process when lockdown was new or stay home, stay safe. Yeah. However you want to call it. I don't really think it was lockdown. It's harsh. Right. But, Quarantine, whatever. Right. But, you know, it's now it's it's getting closer and things are starting to loosen up and then, you know. But it's like everything else. It was frustrating because there's, like we were saying, just this 24-hour news cycle. Right. That's here to keep us all stressed out and frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still mostly just kind of keeping track of the major updates and any changes in the orders, you know, just so right. that we know yeah. what what's open, what we're allowed to do, what's kind of going on and stuff. Um, it's been neat. We've seen a couple, like the meeting place in Fenton is back open. Um, oh, that's cool. Yep, there's a couple other places that have opened back up. Oh, Starbucks just opened up again this week, I believe. Um, so there are some businesses that have been able to hang in there and do the takeout and carry out orders and stuff throughout this time. And there's been other places that have closed down and are planning to now like open back up. So that's really cool to see. I think initially um, just being super excited for these quarantine weeks to be done so that we could just head out you know and this being the first time most of us i would say have experienced you know this type of shutdown in this fashion um now i kind of personally feel as we kind of walk this out i'm a little bit overwhelmed at the idea of how this is all going to go just mentally of like okay what is this going to look like and i think it's more my personality just wanting to know what to expect and be prepared but i really knowing more than what i do right now in this moment really isn't going to change a lot of things so it's kind of it's one of those things that i could dwell on it and get really overly focused on it but i really don't need to do more than what do we need to do this week to just be good and healthy as a family and just do well with whatever we're doing um you know i'm I'm still working, which is really great. Um, Nick's starting to ramp up some some projects and some business things for the spring and summer. Um, so there's a little bit of planning in there, you know, trying to plan things out, which, you know, makes it a little bit more difficult. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm excited that we'll kind of start to be able to do a little bit more social distanced, like, get-togethers and groups and things as we do right. that. So, yeah. you know... That'll be nice, especially, again, since it's warmer weather. It'll be a lot easier to do maybe some of those bonfires outside and play outside and stuff like that. So, For sure, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's it's been crazy, but it's like, I think that a lot of us in, in, in my world, in EMS world and stuff like that, in the hospitals, kind of settling in to, um, this is just be kind of pro- part of the, like COVID will be part of the healthcare process. It'll be Which a thing. Good. It'll be, it'll be around. We'll kind of, kind of recalibrate how we do business. I mean, we had N95s before this. We'll have them after. Right. You know, right. I prefer that P- P100 because it doesn't fog my glasses up. <laughs> right. But, you know. But there was still like, I'm saying like I, I know I've said this before on the on the podcast, but. I think a week or two before this really broke loose, my partner and I were exposed to a positive tuberculosis patient. Right. Right. I mean, so what do we do? Our proper PPE. Right. As you know, that's what it'll be. It's just this has been such a big thing and such so crazy on TV and, you know, and it's just 
it's just all been overwhelming, right? Like how yeah. quickly did they have commercials on how to take care of yourself and wash your hands and wear a mask <laughs> yeah. and call the, the COVID center? Also, I, I mean, I tripped out. I was getting gas. Man, I've talked about this too. And the gas pump, like one part sexy, one part ominous government voice lady <laughs> was like reminding me to wash my hands. Yep. Yeah. Like, like what world are we in right now? I know. You know? But, I mean, it's cool but, that everybody responded so quickly, you know? Yeah. I mean. But it's just one of those things. Now it's time to kind of walk it back, get back out there. But it's, you know, there's so much to it. And there's things that are frustrating and and so much social media and all that other stuff. I think what we have to do to keep like our families healthy, keep healthy in our job as, you know, EMTs and paramedics and, you know, as EMS providers, just keep our head up. Yeah. Like, don't get weighed down by all of that. It just let it go by, scroll right past it, or stay off Facebook, one or two. But our job has never differed. It's always been to take care of the sick and injured. Yeah. And, and that's what we've been doing here is just adding some levels of protection. Yeah. And, and then we'll continue. And, you know, and for, for you guys, it's been stay home, stay safe. And, and most, you know, most Michigan folks have done that, you know, to a large degree. And it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it's, it'd be easy for me to be a jerk about it, but I didn't lose my job. Right. I'm not thinking about finances. You know, we're still working full steam ahead, you know, so. Right. And, it's you, just, you know, I think we're in a little bit of a bubble in one aspect, too, that, I mean, we're so incredibly blessed and grateful to be a part of a church community, the community that's literally doing whatever it needs to do right now to care for the people right. around us, you know, within our church within our church family and anybody like they've literally posted the phone number and the email to the church these past eight weeks or so and just said if you need something anything prayer a conversation toilet paper a meal whatever it is call us you know so it's to, to be in that place too where i can see people's needs legitimate spiritual emotional physical needs are being met um, if we right. get those people connected, then it's kind of like, you know what? All the rest is going to work itself out. And oh yeah, we got to keep being patient with one another, extending grace. Um, because when you're under pressure and you're tired and you're stressed, it's that much harder to extend grace and be patient. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, but it's all the more important that we just do though i mean these are the times where it matters even more um how we conduct ourselves to stay patient to keep reaching out you know those first couple weeks everybody's reaching out to everybody how are you doing do you need anything and right you know i think in some ways it's kind of gotten quiet again you know like what you're saying people have kind of settled in a bit and i don't know i think some ways it's complacent but in other ways people are just waiting like there's not a whole lot that they can do Right. You know, but... Well, I mean, you look at it like everyone's got masks now. Right. Right? That that problem was so graciously, amazingly solved... Right. ...by people we both know. Yeah. You know, and hand sanitizer. That, you know, that initial wave of 
oh, crap, we're not going to have enough stuff. Well, now we do. We have more than enough. Right. Like, my, my agency, we got masks forever, man. We have masks forever. Hmm. Like, and it's because people, because the community came through. It's like, when you look at the old, like, the wars and stuff like that, what happened back here in the States, the women went to the shops and they made yeah. stuff to send to the guys. And it's, that's what we've seen here. We've literally seen that same type of thing. Yeah. People stepped up. They made hand sanitizer. Some of it may smell like moonshine. <laughs> but, hey, you know, whatever. It, it works. But it it got super, the job done. <laughs> it's super strong and stuff. But that's cool because it worked. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. all that stuff and people just like our church and other churches, and people from out of the state that maybe Swartz Ambulance took care of them at some point, yeah. like sending food yeah. and all this other stuff. And it's just, but we're in like a sub season, if you will, of this season where people are just kind of, all right, okay, we've done that. Everyone seems to be taken care of. When can I go outside? Right. And I think I, I, you know, I'm always going to be that person that's in the middle of it because I really strive to see all the sides of it because I really strive to understand a person and where they're coming from. Because if I can understand where they're coming from, then I can find some sort of common ground and we can connect and we can have better communication that way. And so, you know, on the one hand, we, we need to go forward. You know, we're humanity needs to keep going forward people can't just sit at home and do nothing like it's not good for a person to just sit home and do nothing it's not good but it is it is a season you know so there's that little bit of you know the push and pull that tug of war of of we got to move forward but we we got to be patient but we got you know so you know one one step at a time you know keep being encouraging to one another keep praying for people and yeah, keep having conversations, but gosh, the anger and aggression and all that stuff is is backwards energy, <laughs> you know, like right. yeah, man. fuel that energy. Just, just yeah, like there's don't exhaust your energy in something that's going to make you go backwards or tear things down. Right. Like use that energy in a way that's more productive. Um you know, because we are going to get through this, but let's, like, I had liked what you you had said, like, I think maybe Pastor had said it. Let's not get to the end of this and be embarrassed with how we conducted ourselves, you know, in a moment of stress and a moment of, you know, a little right. bit of apprehension and anxiety and stuff like that, right. you know. I, because, yeah. yeah, we're all going to come together and we're all have to look each other in the eye. As far as opinions on things like this, I don't really have many. I just know what my job is to do. And I just stay within that. Always have been like since I swore the oath of enlistment and and did my thing in the military. That's been me. Yeah. Just an operator, not a policymaker. Just kind of. I don't really need any information till just before I need the information. Yeah. And it's always been easier for me to operate that way. So like so for me this season has been super easy. Because that's how things have been. Stuff changes every day. There's new information. When I need it, I get it. Yeah. If I don't need to know, I, I don't really have to. That I mean, but for other people, other people need the plan. They need to know the whole thing. They need to know right. what the end game is. Well, especially when you have and so much time cool at, too. you know, so much time at home not really knowing, you right. know. And right. I mean, but man, it's got to be cool, though, in some ways, though, to be able to 
go to work and know that you're doing doing a lot of good. It is. <laughs> it is. If I can, if I must, if I may say so, it, it is cool yeah. just to be able to go do it and just, and that's it, and then go home, and go through the COVID stripped down protocol, <laughs> and everything's cool, and then go back. Yeah. I mean, it's been frustrating. Like we had a dude the other day that was super pissed about. He wasn't going to wear a mask and no one was going to tell him. Yeah. And like yelling that at me. I'm like, I don't care, bro. <laughs> like, why, like, why are you screaming at me, man? Like, do what you got to do. Just, you know, if they don't let you in the store, also don't come back and tell me. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and I get it. I get the frustration. I get there's been mixed messages on whether the mask works and whether it doesn't and who it's for. And, who it isn't for and when to wear it and when not to. So it's, uh, you know, if when information is disseminated to people who need to know the end game and all the information, it's hard to take. Yeah. I get it. This whole thing has been frustrating, but for, I mean, like I said, for me, no, it's just you just go in and zip your boots up, in my case, halfway, and then... Just do your thing. Yeah. And that's it. Well, I i mean, so. again, I keep saying it. I'm just so incredibly proud of all the hard work that has been made on, on so many fronts during this time. And oh yeah, I really am so proud of our community. And I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, even um, last Sunday, we, uh, this past Sunday, um, my oldest wanted to bake some brownies and take them around to her friends um, and do some drop-offs and stuff. And so Sunday just kind of turned into a day of, like, <laughs> acts of kindness in the car. I, we literally probably spent about five and a half hours driving around in the car between the morning and the afternoon because we did, like, one little round That's and then cool. we did another. And it was so good for my kids yeah. to do something in a way that was safe for them to do and... You know, it was kind of funny because the last route that we went on later in the afternoon, we had like six different stops, you know, and, and Isaac <laughs> is like, how many, you know, and I just told him like, how blessed are we that we have so many people that we can go drop off to that we can go, right? you know, like how blessed are we that we have that many incredible people in our community and our life that we know. And, um, it's, it's just good. I mean, this has been hard, but I think. You know, we get to see what we're made of. And I think that we should right. look back and, and be proud of those things. I, I do think that you guys that are working on the front lines, whether it's the hospitals or the grocery store or, you know, whatever that looks like, should be proud of the work that's been done. You know, because, yes, there's hard spots and, yes, there's crappy days, but there's a lot of good that's been done during this time. And I'm I'm proud of it. I'm super proud of it. And the grounds that have been taken with the church and I mean, Miss Dina, if nobody's seen it, you should go back and listen to live stream from this past Sunday. Dina um, is the operations director at um, Freedom Center Church. She's the wife to Pastor Jim Wiegand. And she shared like two or three pages worth of just everything that's been done since this whole thing started um, through Kingdom oh, Bart yeah, Builders. Cool. Uh, Kingdom Builders is like. Um, basically everything that's been given to do all the ministry work outside of the outside of the building and it's it's just phenomenal. I mean seven hundred and fifty cards have been handwritten to people. 
I mean, 750 handwritten cards. Uh, These are folks to businesses um, and employees at businesses to healthcare workers to, I mean, just so much has been done and it's just the stuff that's been done through the Mott Foundation to partner with restaurants and the church to feed folks and stuff. I mean, it's just unbelievable. The thousands and thousands of dollars that have gone into serving care for our people is just... And do I understand that right, that that's the first time Mott Foundation has ever partnered with a church? Yes. Yes. Uh, That's pretty sick. Yes. That's cool. And I I think, I mean, (laughs) I think it's around $100,000 total. Yeah, yeah. Cause it, was it, was, 40, it wasn't just a little, hey, here's... 60, yeah, I yeah. mean, it was incredible. They were so incredibly generous to do that. And it wasn't just a $10,000 check. Not that the 10000 is no little change either, but $100,000, right. you know, on top of yeah, no. all the other giving that has been done by this community. And like you're saying, people out of state in different cities and different, you know, everywhere that have... Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. So those are the things that we have to keep our eyes on right now. Um, to, like you were saying, to keep your head up, you know, everybody's got to keep their head up, keep getting rest, right. keep connecting with each other, keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. You know, it's, we're doing a great job. It's no little, <laughs> no little mission by any means. Um, no. Yeah. But it's been, those are the things though, that we'll take away from this and we'll remember fondly. Right. Yeah. Those are the things because like with this, with, lighthouse experiment here what we've always wanted is to bridge that gap and to show people jesus and to show people church yeah and nothing like they've ever seen before and i know tons of people that are just witnessing just you know that kindness and generosity come through and then to see them put it together when they put it together oh okay freedom center church and kingdom builders and you know yeah and all these restaurants and like, and the whole thing of it, not just, you know, hey, you know, thanks. I, I work at Hurley and here's a box lunch for me. And that's awesome. But putting together the idea that that money's being poured into businesses to keep them going yeah. through all this stuff. So, you know, and it's just the whole, the whole big picture of it all. Yeah. Really, when we look back, but we get past who's to blame for what and and all this other stuff this these underlying rhythm of taking care of people and families becoming more aware of each other and more family oriented and dinner at the dinner table all those things you're hearing about you know family movie and movie nights and game nights yeah you know all that stuff kind of inadvertently slowed us down to a crawl, you know, to learn to walk again. Really, if we take advantage of it, we we can come out way better than we went in. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can just be mad. <laughs> and that's this just seems like a horrible call. Yeah, to just I mean that's go on being mad. And that's the right to you if that's what they choose. But it's you know, there's so much more people during this time um you know and, and that's not to say that you can't have mixed emotions about it too because I, I know like there's been, oh, there's yeah. been hard seasons where I'm like I for sure wouldn't want to go through that again but I wouldn't want to take right. away what God did during that time either you know so I think it's legitimate to kind of oh, feel yeah. a few of those 
emotions kind of coinciding, you know. It's always kind of weird to experience stuff like this. But You know what's, you know what's amazing right now? Like, all y'all listening, all our listeners, what's amazing about being 50, I'm never going to have to see something like this again, chances are. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> That's not weird. It's amazing. Dude, you're, you're going to be like the 90-year-old guy that everybody thinks still is 55. Dang it. Be like, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> He's still putting in IVs in the rig going 80 no. miles an hour down the expressway. <laughs> I hadn't better be. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Will you still be riding oh, your skateboard? Will you still be cruising on your skateboard then? Yeah. I mean, I barely just cruised it now, so yeah? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I'll still be okay. I, I want to still be riding my bike at 80. Like one of those like cruiser bikes, like going down to like oh, yeah. the post office. That'll be me. That's what me and Carrie have. We have, you know, fixed gears. That's awesome. It's not like a little 10 speed or nothing. It's just one gear cruiser bikes. That's cool. So, yeah. I think all in all, you know, we're going to slowly walk this thing, walk it back and get back everything for the general public, we'll be back in order, doing our things, going to work. And then, like I said, in the medical side of it, this just will be a part of it for a while. Yeah. I think it'll take a lot longer for us for it to wind completely down. But, you know, I think they're getting ready to start doing elective procedures and stuff like that in most hospitals. Yeah, like I heard that too, those which things is good. And doctor's appointments and stuff will start doing the thing and it'll all be good. It's just good. We don't want, you know, we don't want people, you know, having issues at home because they're not going in, you know. And I've I've heard from multiple friends that have gone in for appointments during this time and their offices and staff have been so good to just keep everybody at ease and have their special procedures during this time and stuff. So, you know, and yeah, so everybody's doing a good job. And so Go to your appointments and go to the doctor if you need and to. Then, you know, and then today we had a, a emergency, if you will, situation where a lady needed to go to the hospital because of sore feet. So those calls are coming back too. So oh, good. For my EMS friends, that should be encouraging. <laughs> that is very encouraging. You guys are kind of like <laughs> the little thermostat, you know. You, you can kind of have a little yeah. bit better gauge <laughs> Um, like, yes. But then you did... Like, no reason to go at all, but let's go. I will say you had a lady that didn't go to the hospital when she needed to, and you subsequently had right. to care for her on the rig, which was a little bit unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. But then I was laughing because I'm like, but you've been so exposed to COVID during this time that it's, like, backwards I know, right? Dude, mindset. This makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. But... Yeah, so Mother's Day. Mother's Day. So shout out to moms. Yeah, shout out to all the moms, the moms that are like so moms. So happy early moms yes. day. Yes. Thank you to all the incredible women in our lives and our communities that are like mamas to us, that yes. are physically, spiritually, emotional mamas to us. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. And to the moms I know, single moms, yeah. moms that are married, that are nurses and medics and firefighters and cops. Shout out Liz Milas, Detroit PD. You know, that's just amazing. They've been through these moms that over the past few weeks have been separated from their kids. Yes. 
Yes. A very special happy Mother's Day for you guys. Yes. That's a big decision, and I know it sucked, but you did your thing, and we're proud of you. So have an amazing Mother's Day coming up. And to new mommies. We've had mothers during this COVID season that have had new babies. And um, I know Pastor Carl and Faye are expecting their little son coming here very soon. Making his debut, shoot, (laughs) debut. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Debut here in the next couple weeks. Yes. So that's exciting. And, you know, all all the mommies that are um, deployed right now and that are not home. Happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. Cool. So, yeah, for reals. Cool. Well, I would say, uh, yeah, and some closing thoughts. Um, If you're still in need of anything... Um, if it's a prayer request or you just want somebody to talk to or pray with you, please call the church. Actually, let me grab that number oh, yeah. right now. Or you can also hit us up on the Lighthouse Experiment Facebook page on the Messenger. Any needs, hit us up. We can either directly help you or pass those on to the church as well. The Freedom Center Church phone number is 810-629-5261. Please call if you need anything. Um you know, toilet paper, a meal, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Center of Hope is amazing. There's operators are standing by. Right yes, now. I mean seriously. I don't think that's really true. But no, they've got our. I mean, I honestly, know. I know it goes to like a like an electronic voicemail and stuff too. It goes to email and everything, and then it gets to where it needs to go. So oh, if okay. it's not when somebody's <laughs> actually in the office during the day, it gets right to where somebody. You know, to whoever it's going to go, and they're going to respond very quickly. So, um, there's no time life operator named Judy. No, you might get missed. Too oh, young. Yeah. You're too young. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> too young to know what that was. Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my but um, hang in there, guys. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yeah. We love you guys. Hang, hang in there. All right. Peace. <laughs>